0: Welcome to the Blue Ocean Church Advent Podcast. This is Emily, and I'll be your guide today. We'll start by getting situated so that we're comfortable. I'm going to read that variation of a prayer of St. Patrick to help us shift our focus, and I invite you to take some deep breaths to slow yourself down as I do so. I breathe in love as I stand today calling on the source, the wellspring, and the living water, believing in the threeness, witnessing the oneness, on my way to meet you face to face. I will spend about one minute using this as part of a breath prayer. On the in-breath, say, I breathe in love, and on the out-breath, as I stand today. I breathe in love as I stand today. Go ahead. Now we'll move on to our petitionary prayer. And today we'll pray that the spirit of love will permeate our life and the lives of those that we know and love. So let's take about 30 seconds of silence to just pray for and remember our loved ones. Go ahead. And now we'll have our story from the Advent book, All Creation Waits, written by Gail Boss and illustrated by David Klein. Today's story is about the red fox. The longest night of the year retreats reluctantly. Slow to wake, morning seeps in gray and grainy. Startling then, the quick orange brush stroked against the snow at the field's edge, her signature curving into the thicket and gone. Finally, the fox will rest. It's likely she's been out since the sunset yesterday, 15 dark hours ago, hours keenly focused on quieting her hunger. The berries and autumn fruits she loves are gone. The beetles, other insects, and lizards perished or burrowed underground. Most birds, far-flown. And few creatures have died from exposure this early into winter, or she would feed her urgent body with their fallen ones. I turn my route toward her vanishing point. Intersecting her tracks, I follow and I see them change. They fall closer together and pivot a quarter turn, then stop. For six feet or so, the snow lies quiet, unbroken. Then a churned commotion of a hole and two drops of blood. Minutes ago, the fox was trotting westward across the field when tiny rustling, shuffling, squeaking sounds rippled through the snow from as far away as a football field and into the soft receptacles of her ears. She stopped. She cocked her head, side to side, right ear high, left ear high, measuring the split-second lag between the rustle squeak reaching one ear then the other. Thus, she estimated where under the white expanse its source stirred. But to stay alive, she needs precision. Once she'd taken the sound's measure... She crept ahead, ears alert, bird pillows of her paws falling with less than a whisper on the snow. Then, still listening, she turned, aiming her body of attention just east of true north. She saw north. It seems Earth's magnetic field creates a patch of shadow on her eye's retina to show her north. When she turned north, the shadow she saw went ahead of her, step by deliberate step. Homing in, she lined up the shadow, always the same, precise distance from her, with the shifting, under-snow sound. For a breath, she crouched. Then she reared onto her hind legs, knees bent, launching up and out on a trajectory into which she had factored speed and direction of the invisible scurrying, depth and resistance of the snow cover. In mid-air, she made minute corrections with the rudder of her tail, At the peak, a precisely ordered arc, she plunged. For a silent instant, she seemed headless in the snow. Then she wriggled up out of the crater she'd made, righted, she lifted her muzzle skyward and gulped. Though she listens intently to detect the distant, of sound, though she trains on it the whole of her attention, allowing no distractions as she moves in with steps polished into silence. In winter, these remarkable powers are insufficient. To complete them? To find the hidden nourishment, she must turn in the direction of the shadow. If she leaps without its reliable lead, she will come up empty four out of five times. Following it, she is fed. So in this story, the author talks about how the fox is led by something that she can't quite see. So let's take a minute to meditate on how we can't quite see God in the way that we see you know normal things in front of us but sometimes we can just sense that presence of divine love quietly leading us almost like this shadow that's being guided by the magnetic field that the fox has so let's take about a minute to do that go ahead And now our benediction, go in peace, wash your hands, love your neighbor, you are not alone.